I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Advanced Analytics, the podcast. During the regular season, it really annoyed me that you told me that wasn't going to say the podcast anymore. Yeah. I call it Advanced Analytics, po- Analytics Podcast. It's fine. I prefer An- Advanced Analytics, the podcast, because that implies there's like books or movies or something. <laughs> but um, Could be a movie. But I just didn't like Advanced. Welcome to Advanced Analytics Podcast. Welcome to, adv- welcome to the Advanced Analytics Podcast. No, I don't like that. Also, you've already welcomed everyone. Okay. Well, everyone's feeling very welcome now. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, we had a break just because there was not much going on, really. But we're coming back with two podcasts. We're going to do a draft special right now, and then we're going to do an um, award special as well. Both will be highly entertaining because we don't really know anything about either. Yeah. I so said I'm trying to insult you, but you you can't just agree with me. I mean, I agree wholeheartedly <laughs> with what you said. Well, I feel like you think you're a bit of a draft expert. I mean, yeah, nah, it's so hard, man. You, you, you think you are, and then you, you do digging, and you're like, all oh, these guys look amazing. Um, it's tough, though, but All these we'll guys, see. they're all great. And here's the thing, I do actually want to say... They should say, all be number one. I want to actually split the draft analysis. Oh, wow. So this week, I want us to focus on the top ten, and then next week, I want to do d- deeper digging. No. No, I'm going to. Deeper digging, and just c- come up with a few, like... Um, lower draft picks randomly like yeah. try and find a couple of guys it'll be quick mate, I've already done that man that's why I'm well organised oh. but I pick those people based on um, uh, just funny names yeah well I'm going to do deeper analysis and that's going to be next week so mate. part one of the draft tonight part two next week ever heard of a DJ Hogs no I think you just wrote Hog as well <laughs> ever heard of the Zanan Namuza. Ever heard of Radonis Kurix? I tried to watch literally three YouTube videos trying to hear someone say the name Radonis Kurich, even games with his commentators. And the Spanish commentators talk so fast. And even though he was scoring 12 points and they're all made baskets from him, I couldn't pick out his name. Yeah. So I just have to say that name. Radonis Kurix. Ever heard of Grayson Allen? Yes, I have. All right, we're going to break down the draft. Before we get there, um, NBA news this week. Do you give a toss about Kawhi or LeBron or where they're going? Mm. Here's the thing. I've always really liked Kawhi, but this season I've soured on him a little bit. And honestly, obviously you don't know what's going on. No one knows. That's the thing. Both of these situations. Someone had a good point that Kawhi hasn't said a single thing like publicly, which I mean is his character. But um, it'll be interesting to know. I'm really curious to know what's going we on. We both have publicly said that we're sure Kawhi's staying, and it does... Kawhi or LeBron? Kawhi. I thought we said Kawhi was staying ages ago. 
Or is it just, do I just yeah, think that in my well, head? May, maybe ages ago. I often get our podcasts confused with just th- things that I've thought of in my head. But um, Kwai, it reminds me of a, uh, who's that lanky freak who shoots bank shots they got on their team? LaMarcus Aldridge. The, the real LaMarcus Aldridge type situation. Um, and LeBron, no one knows, I think. I reckon everyone just talks crap all the time. Like, if you're a, if you're a work for ESPN or you're a commentator or something, then, like, it's in your interest just to go, like, I've heard a rumour that he's going to Boston, and then yeah, if he doesn't go sure. there, you go, well, it was just a rumour, and obviously the trade fell through. We need to start more just wild rumours. Yeah, well, it's easy to do. You know, just going, LeBron's going to the Los Angeles Clippers. There's no way that's happening. Lakers or Clippers? Clippers. You hear, you hear Los Angeles for both him and... Um, yeah, I thought it was Lakers, though. Yeah, Paul George. Anyway, I think LeBron, if he was going to leave, I would have hoped he'd go to the Spurs to stay up with Kawhi, who I think is also staying, but I think they both stay. But it does look like... I think LeBron is just trying to see what his best option is, and ideally he'd stay, but... Yeah, I think the thing the, is, the Cavs might not be able to pull out the. It looks unlikely they'll be able to pull out the bag, so he might have to leave. I don't know. But so, so is the problem that the Cavs have no way of like, yeah, that's bringing true. in any kind of a, mate. Other George thing Hill now. gets nineteen million. Tristan Thompson gets eighteen million. Their yeah. salaries, if that's why it would be bad if LeBron left because didn't he get them those contracts? Get, yeah, kind um, of. Tristan that contract. Yeah, it was a. It, it does. LeBron, the lead GM, seems like a real weakness of his game. Like People praise his leadership, his coaching, his playmaking on the floor. But if he is in charge of the GM-ship, which obviously has some influence, like his manager, his friend, represents Tristan Thompson, and obviously they have the leverage with LeBron when they're negotiating. Like That's shocking, the way they've set up the Cavs. And um, they made bad decision after bad decision. Obviously, it's not just his fault. Like The, G- the owner's clearly an idiot as well. How... This time last year, they fired their perfectly competent GM. They Mm. fired a perfectly competent coach in David Blatt. They fired a perfectly competent um, GM. And now look where they are. They've got idiot GM. They're doing terrible moves. And each time they try and make a terrible move to... Every time they try and fix a terrible move, they make a more terrible move. Mm. And they just... Yeah, now they're in no man's land. Anyway, um, this is the draft guide. This is not about depressing stale teams. This is about teams that may be good... In the next, um, you know, f- five years. It could be embarrassing. I feel like the experts stuff this up a lot. So we're going to really stuff this up. <sighs> Paul, you said you're ex- inc- incredibly excited for this draft class. Yeah, well, you're actually, I can see your sheet and you wrote in capital letters, Paul is excitement. Yeah, and that um, sums it up. Is it there a better is. way to sum up how no, you're feeling? I'm feeling so excited. No, because you no. Th- this is why. Can I just because you made me look like you pulled back the curtain there mm. on the advanced inner word- workings of this podcast. And what happens is you say stuff all the time, which is really good stuff. I actually check my notes now. Really good stuff for the podcast. Crazy stuff. You text it to me, and then it doesn't actually go on the pod. And I thought it was weird before when you said I'm really excited for this draft. And I was like, who is ex- yeah. I, there's no reason to be excited. I don't know. I think this is, I know, it seems like every year there's like people in the media, aka us, saying this is a really strong draft class. Yeah. And it seems, it's like very rare, like, I swear it's like one in six drafts where they're like, ah, oh, this is a bit of a weaker one. But um, but then everyone else, they're like, this is a very strong draft class. Mm. But um, I, I'm excited for this draft class. More so than last year. What? Well, like what reason? More so than the year. I, before. I can't even think of one player here that I guarantee is not going to be a bust. Like if if you look at my notes, I've written bust 
on every one of the players. Yeah. Bust? Question mark? Like, none of them are sure. I guess that's the truth every rookie well, year. But normally you see, like, Ben Simmons, you know, is a clear number one. He's at, at worst going to be, like, a starting lineup player, which is what you want, and more, most likely going to be an all-star, you know? Well, I, I don't see how you could have said that ahead of the draft, opposed to some of the guys this year. No, 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 Ben Simmons... Yeah. You could have said that. I could have said that before the draft. Everyone said that. It's, they didn't make Mar- even make March Madness. No, but he was he was consensus number one pick. His team was shocking, and like everyone talks about what a waste of time it was him spending a year out this year. He only went there because his uncle was assistant coach. Mm. I don't think he was a surefire thing. No, he was a definite. No, he was a consensus number one. Yeah, but it was like I, LeBron. I feel like this is. Yeah, no, I don't know. No, we haven't even got into the picks, and we're already struggling. Um, I was picking players mainly on Paul's th- theory. Does it have a name? Like, where you you pick a player based on name, and like, if a guy's name is like Benedict Stevenson, his chance of him being a star are unlikely. Like, you don't hear of many NBA stars called Benedict. It just seems like he's going to be up against it. Whereas a name like LeBron James just sounds good. And there's a few good sounding names um, on this list. I'm also picking on Vibe and what I like to call Other, which mm. basically means social media. But if there is a name that sounds like it's going to be a star. It's projected number one, and we're based we're basing what we're talking about today on the ringer projections. Yeah. We wanted to use the ESPN projections, but Paul noticed that it costs money to see those, so then he immediately switched to the ringer. Well, you had to like, yeah, you had to like make an account or something. Yeah. So DeAndre, so we're going to go through their top ten, and we're going to what talk about them kind of one by one in the order that they have predicted. That they, yeah, this is in our prediction of where people okay. are going to go. So with the number one pick in the 2018 NBA draft, great name, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, projected, according to the ringer, to select DeAndre Ayton. No, but also he's projected that as well. Yeah, yeah, but... We'd, It'd just... be embarrassing if he doesn't go there. Um, How good does he look in that photo? Like, the guy's a specimen. He's yes. like an un, undisabled... Uh, that was an offensive thing to say. Uh, he's like an uninjured Joel Embiid. Like, Joel Embiid, like, run, even when he's healthy, he looks injured. Like, he kind of is a bit pigeon-toed or something. Mm. DeAndre Aiden, for me, reminds me of Joel Embiid. I don't know if that's realistic at all, but... No, I think physically there's a lot of similarities. But doesn't look... He looks looks in good... He looks like a LeBron James style. Like he, he got yeah, good mechanics. he does. Yeah, he does really have good mechanics. Um, hey, so, good mechanics was my analysis. You get your own... No, 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 but here's the thing. I, uh, I'm basing this mainly on the photo... For some photos of him that I've seen. My... On, um, on social media. My... I, Paul keeps on covering his notes. I'm not going to look at your shitty notes, mate. My notes are really good. I've actually I've put each draft person through in numbers, and I've ranked. I've given them a five star rating in terms of name, look, and interview. Okay. And then I've written a brief thing, which is irrelevant. Okay. But then I've also coloured the font in um, risk. I think. Oh. Um, He's so got a red. No. Yeah. Well, this is why I'm saying don't look. You're spoiling it. Um, but when were we going to announce So DeAndre Ayton, I said name, four, that's a four-star name for me. I think it's a, I think it's, I mean, I almost should have gone higher than that because I think it's, it's a real- Five-star name, yeah. yeah. I think it's a really good big man name, DeAndre Ayton. Also, it, help, it helps to be like original. It's kind of bad luck if there's already like, that's, if your I, last name's Wade, the chance there's not going to be another famous Wade. I think that's why I dropped him to a four was just because of DeAndre Jordan. It's very similar. DeAndre Ayton, DeAndre Jordan. And uh, how similar is Andre Drummond, yeah. DeAndre Jordan, yeah, DeAndre Ayton, yeah, yeah that's Gary what that, I think that's why I, it was last night, but I think that's why I dropped him to a four 
But uh, look, I gave him a... I gave him two stars. He's going to have a five-star look. No, hear this. Physically, he's great. His Mm. face dropped him. That's highly offensive. Yeah. But he's not going to hear this. Uh, Yeah, I don't trust his face in terms of being an NBA star. Imagine how bored he is right now sitting in like a New York hotel room just waiting another couple of days. When is the draft? listening to this podcast. Is the draft Friday? Yeah, Friday New Zealand time, I think, 11 o'clock. So it's like Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, interview, I gave him three stars. Um, what do you mean by interview? Just, I watched interviews and it was like how he kind of came across in terms of being a star via talking. Yeah. And answering questions. And uh, here's what I, I did make him read. And I, a few weeks ago, or mm. like a month ago or whatever, I was so high on him. Mm. But I don't know what it is. Something's changed. And here's the thing. I think he's... He could be really good, but I think he's not going to live up to kind of the hype that he's been built up as. And I'm going to say... Number one picks a, a heavy burden to bear. Yeah, I'm going to say he's never as good as Joel Embiid. Well, Joel Embiid's pretty good. But yeah, and I, I, no, I still think he could be good. I, I kind of wrote... what so I wrote, could be a less angry Boogie Cousins. Hmm. That's positive. Um, but I did make him red. Yeah, because you think he's going to be a bust. No, not a bust, but just not. Well, red sounds bust to me. Nah. Can you get worse than a red? No, nah, there's only three colours. What are the other colours? Red, yellow, or green. It's a traffic light. Ah, and so green's good. Yeah. And yellow's may, maybe... Yellow's worse. kind of, yeah, unsure. Unsure, okay. It's fence-sitter. Well, I um, didn't have a colour system, but um, I checked his social media... Social media turned out to be a bad analysis. Pretty much all these players That's, have very clean social media. That was why I, I pulled out after about three. I got rid of social media as one of them. I went rankings. way deeper than that, but yeah, none of them are very good. DeAndre Aiden, slightly more interesting. Um, he just tweets stuff like, I love Fortnite. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad thing because the number of kids, I've never played Fortnite, but the number of kids that play it make me think it's for people who are not like real smart. So that's, that's the thing. That's why he's a three-star interview. And I think that's why I didn't like his face, is that he, he does let off kind of sometimes like maybe a dumb vibe. Not that that really matters in sports, mm. but I did read an article the other day which made me change that slightly because it talked about how he did these characters and he did like, um, they were all, they were actually maybe slightly racist, but um, he has like what a- What are you talking about? What do you mean characters? He like has impersonations? Al- he has alter egos. Oh God, this is JaVale McGee stuff. And one's called Josh and he's like a white guy. And so he'll do Josh, a white guy, and he might do like a, a Hispanic dude. But, um, but, but here's as the thing. comedy, as comedy like to make people laugh, why? Yeah. Like just when you're like they're traveling on a plane to a game or something, he might just become like, Josh. That's a pretty weird thing to do, I reckon. Yeah. Well, that's why he's red, mate, on my list. That's why he's a warning sign. Um, so loves Fortnite. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. We should try Fortnite one of these days. I, I really want to try it. it yeah, it looks fun. No, nah, I'm going to knock it before I try it. Um, he does hashtag bully season. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but that seems real lame. I think it's just that he's big and he's going to bully all the... All but the he's not though. Players. He's going to get like, at least in your rookie year and probably your sophomore no, but year, he, you're going to get bullied. Yeah, he was mainly using it in, in college basketball, in which case he was doing a lot of bullying. Yeah, okay. He's putting up pretty big numbers. Um, and real red flag, he's 
He's signed with Puma. Signed with Puma. Yeah. You're looking at my notes now, mate. Yeah, sorry. I wrote down signed with Puma. Um, That's one of the three notes I had. I had Fortnite. I had Bully Season. And I had Puma. Now you've ruined it now. Um, I'm excited to hear what horning social medium is. What? What is horning social medium? Oh, Marvin Bagley III. Are we moving on to him? No, 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 not yet. Um, what? Because I wanted to say one more thing about DeAndre Ayton and I've forgotten it. Oh, just, should we say, do we think they're going number one? Yeah, he definitely is. I think he is as well. Like, oh, I think he is. From, you said he is. Yeah, no, no, but... be a scandal if he wasn't. Um, but also, he, uh, he's Phoenix, right? He's yeah. from Phoenix. He's Arizona. Don Cheech has fallen. It's falling. It's like stock is dropping. Yeah. Because I, 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 the people I listen to and watch and read and stuff have often said he's number one. You know, so it's like uh, Don Cheech, sorry. So it's yeah. quite interesting to see that Aiton has just jumped to the top like that. It does look, if you look at Phoenix, like they've got Devin Booker. You want to, you know, a Shaq, you know, a Shaq Penny, a Shaq Kobe style setup. And he's also tweeted that that's what he wants to do. So it makes sense to go guard with the forward. But also pick the best player. So I hope he works out. I think maybe bust potential, but. Um, you know, if you look at his his athleticism, surely at worst he's going to be like an Andre Drummond type, right? Like, I guess yeah. Andre Drummond's more of a defensive specialist, but yeah. Um, yeah, agreed. Okay. Projected number two. I think this is probably wrong, but we're going off what the ringer is saying. Yeah. They're saying Marvin Bagley third. I was like, surely Luka Doncic is going yeah, I, to I, Kings I, where like... To be with his European brethren, where like the whole staff is like Peja Stojkovic and um, yeah, Vladi Divac. Yeah. But anyway, I I'm with you. I I feel like surely they've got to go Doncic too. We can't argue with this though. The yeah. ringer says um, Marvin Bagley third. Um, so that's m- m- I wrote horning social media. I just wrote what's supposed to write boring social media. There's another person who's you, you also put median and not media. Bo- horning social median. He's his Twitter's boring, his Instagram's boring. Mm. The only thing interesting is he wrote "Wake up, people!" a hundred hashtag dream with, a, with J. a J. I don't know what really know what that means, but um, and he posted a um, uh, a Kendrick Lamar inspirational video. Where Kendrick Lamar yeah. says the deep meaningful thing that all we need to do as humans is love. It was a yeah. lovely sentiment, but hashtag dream is awkward because I clicked on the hashtag and it's just Marvin Bagley um, like photos and videos. Combined with a drink called Dream, which is just like a, a pre-mix alcoholic, you know, pina colada in a can company, which is competing for the hashtag because it's called Dream as well. Mm. Or are they the same Dream? Is that his, is that his preferred drink? Maybe. This is embarrassing um, to say that those are my two notes. I'm out on Marvin Bagley. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I'm going to keep it short as well. Name? I gave him three stars. Marvin Bagley. I like that. I like anytime there's a number, even though once they become players, it doesn't really get mentioned. There's too many juniors and thirds now, I think. Yeah, I like it. Funny name to hang on to, though. My name's Marvin Bagley, and we've got to pass this on. That's that's the thing. I I gave him three stars because it's like, it is like a quite a bold offer. I wouldn't say it's that cool, like Bagley (laughs) or Marvin. It's like traditionally like a nerd's name. (laughs) Hey, Marvin. (laughs) Um, now they own it though It's amazing but, um, how Dwayne Wade Pulled off Dwayne yeah. Also um, Yeah um, Name three stars Look three stars I think like In terms of his 
his face and stuff, he doesn't really look like a star, but then at least he's he's given some kind of wacky hair and he's given himself kind of a weird chin strap to kind of give himself a bit of point of difference. Yeah. So I gave him just a middle three stars. Interview, two stars. I think I only watched one, but he seemed kind of a bit quieter and... Uh, yeah, a bit more reserved. He he would surely has even more bus potential than I think he has the highest bus potential. Why? I put highest bus potential out of the top five. Don't I couldn't really tell you. I'm mainly going off vibe. But um I wrote underwhelms, never lives up to his draft position, highest bus potential out of the top five. I wrote it last night and I honestly don't really know why. I think That's maybe, the kind of analysis that I like to have on yeah. the podcast. Also, sometimes I, I, I have a theory. High some, bus potential, but I don't know why. I didn't write. I don't know why. I say high bus potential, and I know why because um, people compare him to Amari Stoudemire. I don't know. Amari Stoudemire was a beast back in the day. I guess. Also, but. um, I do sometimes feel like Duke and Kentucky. Don't get me wrong; they do produce a lot of top picks. Yeah, but, but they, they can also uh, they can be players on there who kind of get. Inflated, like you know, like a Jar yeah, definitely, or like a Nerlens Noel. All their players, um, no, not not always because last year, like Jason Tatum's turned out, Kyrie Irving's turned out, so it's not always, but I Kyrie think Irving was like a Duke player for like 13 games, yeah. No, I just think of like um, John Wall, Demarcus Cousins, yeah. And I guess these guys are good if they're in better situations, and that is the hard thing about all these guys. It's like, imagine going to the Phoenix Suns or the Sacramento Kings, it's like. How can you be good there? And this is why NBA needs relegation because, like, the Kings have arguably ruined quite a lot of good talents who have just gone there to die. Mm. I mean, Tyreek Evans is just now recovering from his his stint there. Isaiah Thomas had to go to three teams before he got off the ground. <laughs> like, just think about all the good high picks that the Kings have had and squandered. Your boys, the Magic, at the same time too. Like, no. players go there and just die. And it's like the Phoenix Suns, it's actually like, you already feel like Devin Booker still looks like he's 13 years old. He may never develop. Like in the rookie season, people are like, this guy's going to be huge. And now it's like, yeah. he could just Phoenix it up for years until he gets out of it. You know, you know, know. Yeah, coach is so important, I think. And like the Suns, have they hired someone yet or what? <laughs> Didn't they? Didn't they fire their coach three games in? Is yeah, that what and then That's I think they had an interim comedy. coach. But like, I love three games into an eighty-two game season. You're like, this is a, they got they got hammered, right? I think it was more than three, but it was no, it was three two. games in. It was, was like it? an NBA record. Yeah, okay. Um, I actually just saw it the other day. I can't remember what his name was. And uh, it was his uh, name. <laughs> well, no, just re- reminisce for two seconds on me. Um, who's that guy who got traded to the Bucks? And he just tweeted, "Oh, Eric Bledsoe." Yeah. Eric Bledsoe who's tweeted. I don't want to be here. Yeah. And then and then they're like, what are you saying? And he was like, oh, I was talking about a barbershop. I was there too long. Mm. Um, interesting. Legendary I think it's come tweet. out that Giannis supposedly, it was already rumoured that him and Jabari, like he didn't want to play with Jabari Parker, but now supposedly Jabari and uh, Eric Bledsoe. And Eric Bledsoe to me always does seem like, even if he's not a cancer in the locker room, on the court, I feel like the way he plays is just kind of cancerous. Rumours today is that uh, they're trying to trade him because uh, uh, Giannis doesn't like him. Yeah, that's, All what right. I was, that's what I said. Oh, well, I wasn't listening. All right, because I'm so excited, and this is bad because it's like the one white guy, projected number three, Luka Doncic. 
I know nothing about Luca. If I was going to say... You saw him play in person. Oh, yeah, I saw him live. You travelled to Spain to yeah. scout him. But my main note was that, it, like, the dancers in Spain were ridiculously erotic. It was like watching strippers. It was bizarre. But anyway, Luca Doncic, I've been calling him a bust all year, but I've gone on the train now. And it's like, it is amazing what he's done in Europe, and it'll be nice to see... And there's a lot of European stars who come over and fail. So there's, there's red flags all over this guy. But not many have been as consistently a high performer at such a young age as he is. Like Ricky Rubio wasn't like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mario Hazonia wasn't like this. Uh, Darko Milicic wasn't like this. Even, even the good ones weren't like this. Like it'll be interesting to see if his Europe, European EuroLeague pedigree will translate to the NBA. And I hope it does. Yeah. Um, I wrote down a good quote for him. Uh, he said just the other day, uh, uh, I can see, he hopes to go in the top five, and he said, so I can see who made a mistake not drafting me. After my rookie season, I will see who made a mistake. And I quite like that broken English trash talking mm. where he's like going to scan to... I mean, I, I guess a lot of rookies say that, but just the way he phrased it, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's good. I like his confidence. Yeah. So I've, I've actually made him yellow, and he's the hardest one to read. Cause yeah. Because he's you, not even an American. Yeah, you just can't tell it. All, a real thon maker think, type. You think surely the Euroleague MVP, and he's so young, right? He's yeah. still 19, right? Yeah. Uh, you think surely he's going to be it, great. It is quite... Di- I, I mean, people talk up the Euroleague, but I think it is uh, a big step down from the NBA. Yeah. But also it's so different, right? It's very, it's incredibly it's so different. different. It's like almost not, not, almost not the same sport. Yeah. But I'd also say that college to NBA is so different as well. Like it's yeah. so hard. Like as you're saying about your boy um, uh, Ben Simmons, it's like, like in college he showed flourishes, but like you know didn't even make it to the tournament. Yeah. And then in the NBA, it's like it looks like he could lead a team to the finals. Basically, Doncic, I gave relatively solid rate. I gave name. I I actually gave only three. Uh, look, four stars. I think he's got quite a good like European look. Um, if you haven't seen it, have you ever seen that EuroLeague ad? It was like maybe last year. Have I seen a, no, I haven't seen a EuroLeague ad. No, but it was like kind of viral. And it was like they were doing the song. Was it viral because it was so bad? Uh, no, kind of. It's kind of like great, but it's terrible. And it's like all the best players all have solo lines. And I'm trying to think, the, the chorus is so funny. It's like this woman singing, and it's like a song about basketball written by someone who does not know basketball, but has like kind of Googled basketball terms. It's like, <laughs> dribble, dribble, score the ball, or something. It's like the worst hook you've ever heard. And, um, but Luka Doncic does a line, and he's sitting on a beanbag like, next to a pool, and, he's like, um, he's, and then he drops sunglasses down from his forehead onto his nose, and... When I saw that, I was like, this guy is a star. But, um, <laughs> Do you know what that reminds me of? Um, and what they need to bring back is like novelty team photos. Oh, for sure. Like, I'm pretty sure all teams do now is like your standard, like in front of the wall at the training facility, yeah. in front of your banners, sit down. And if you even do that, and those are quite cool. Like I love looking at like the 97 mm. Chicago Bulls ones of that and stuff like that. But like back in the 80s, the I think it was probably the Los Angeles Lakers who kicked it off. Yeah. Where they'd all be wearing the uniforms and Ray Bans on the um on on, on a yacht. Yeah. Often the boat wasn't even taken out of the harbor, they were still docked, like they didn't even pay to like yeah. charter it out onto the sea. 
because everyone knows about boat hire is that there's one cost for the boat and it's extra cost per hour you are at sea. So if you just don't go to sea, genius. I agree 100%. And I think the Warriors should maybe kick it off because I feel like Mm. their team is built for that. Mm. And I was thinking about it myself. Relatively recently, I was re-watching that Slam Magazine did a video of Clay Thompson doing overrated, underrated. And it's quite it's a good watch, but in it he's like hanging out by a pool mm. wearing uh yeah, like Ray Bans and yeah. it's like him putting and stuff. Yeah. And it's like got a real old school like kind of Lakers vibe. Yeah. And I was like, boy, they gotta bring back those. More teams um, should do it. But the like Nelson Giants. You should do it. You yeah. should do it, right? They charter like a tiny little fairy. Yeah. Uh tiny fairy, like a boat that couldn't even fit a Basel team. Like they were over the weight limit for the boat. They were like hanging off the sides and stuff. Yeah, and I just, was guys sick. on the roof and stuff. They had quite but, a good um, job. Uh, yeah, Doncic. I wrote looks four stars. Yeah, his delivery in the ad is so good as well. He's like, he's like, my name is Luca. I am a, I play basketball. He's yeah. like real calm, mm. and he's like, they say I'm too young, but I'm coming for the crown. Or something like that. But it's real good. Check it out. Um, Interview, I put four stars. Even though there's like not even that much of him speaking English, I think he let off a good vibe in his interviews. Uh, and I just wrote, I have no clue. I originally said he, he really underwhelms me, but now I've swung back. Does I think he'll be good. I think he'll be good, but sometimes struggle with athleticism of NBA players. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like you're just lining up for like, you're just trying to make your predictions right. So like we can look... No one's going to look back on this podcast, so no one's going to judge us. I'm going to. Or we say, you're going to go back and judge yourself for personal growth. Yeah. Um, his height thing is weird. Remember we talked about that? Like, multiple websites, like the EuroLeague website and, like, draft websites list him as 6'6", six, six, a medium 98, a medium 99. But then yeah. he just jumped up on Draft Express, and now all of a sudden he's 2 meters 03, which is 5 centimeters taller, 6'8". Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of dodgy and people are like oh in Europe they don't wear shoes when they measure them or whatever and hey he's so young that possibly he grew but for me I'm like he may yeah. not be as big or as athletic as especially for a white if it for yeah. a white guy big for a white guard no, I guess but like yeah. I think athleticism is his weakness question mark hmm. like um and like he might struggle against like a really quick kind of defender and stuff but the thing I do I do forget is that there's so much more space, I think, on an NBA court. Yeah. Like when they're playing against the D's in the EuroLeague, it's like almost like our social league where everyone just packs in and like there's like so little room, it seems. Um, and Euro and NBA, there's so much like pick and roll. And I think mm. Luca will be really good in a pick and roll. Mm. Um, so that's why I kind of swung back. But um, should we move on? Number four, Michael Porter Jr. And I'm he's been him. one who's been jumping around. I thought, he was sl- I thought he was sliding, eh? No, yeah, he was originally down, supposedly going at like seven or eight. Yeah. And this, we've got him on this one. Well, we don't, but the ringer have him back up to four. So I think he, he dropped what and is, now he's climbing. What again. is Memphis doing, eh? Are they trading this pick? Like, No, I think they're... Um, so I think they clearly tanked last year. They tanked and now, harder than they were tanked. Yeah, but... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
someone was like, why aren't they getting rid of... Uh, why aren't they trading Gasol and Comley and stuff? Yeah. But I don't think they're ready to rebuild. And I think they're trying to... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. you got to trade this pick. Yeah. No, no, no. I think they're, they want someone who can come in and contribute and... The Tayshon Prince type. Yeah, kind they're, of. They're just missing that one 19-year-old to take them over the top. No, well, no, like you watch, like, guys can do it. Jalen Rose and Jason Tatum and stuff. Jalen Brown. Yeah, sorry, Jalen Brown. Yeah, but I think that team is maybe a bit better organized and a bit yeah. more of a system than Nah, you never know. Mike Memphis. Conley and... Um, it just depends. I don't know who... who I'm going to say it right now is Memphis is the most depressing team for next year. And yeah. I hope Michael Porter Jr. doesn't have to go there. We think about him. I disagree. I actually think Memphis could be have a massive turnaround and be back in the playoffs. Oh, well... Yeah, what you did there was you said a, a very dramatic thing, a massive turnaround, and then um, uh, and then made a very low prediction back in the so just get the no. eight seeds. No, I guess the Western playoffs play is quite hard to West, make. To go from no, this year they tanked though. This year's yeah, not no, you can't no. compare it to this. But I'm, that's all I'm saying. But a massive turnaround for me is like going to being like uh, top five in the West or something like that, becoming a good team. Not just scraping into the playoffs. Although making the playoffs in the West is, would be hard. Yeah. I would not say that they, they probably won't make the playoffs, but it's not that crazy. I say they swing it. Assuming Conley and Gasol are healthy, they make the playoffs. Now, a lot of these draft players on social media have, um, that's great, you're going out on limb there, um, uh, have bad like endorsement deals. Mm. I know it's like Trey Young is like a spokesperson for Panini trading cards. Yeah. Um, but Michael Porter Jr., Seems already like he's got he's got five hundred thousand um, Instagram followers, which is pretty good. He's already doing like the cheeky like Gatorade bottle snaps and stuff like that. Mm. We're just captioning it striving for greatness, and he's just holding Gatorade boat bottle for no reason. Yeah, but um, he's officially ro- rolling with at autotrader.com for all my car needs. Plenty of plenty to choose from. Making sure you check out their Instagram stories today. Who's checking out the autotrader.com? Instagram stories. I'll be talking gearing up for the NBA draft, prepping for future, and talking favorite rides and dream cut. Like it's so sad that like nineteen year olds are already signing these grim as shit social media yeah. sponsorship deals. Like I don't if you're know. nineteen and someone's like, You want this flash car for yeah. doing a post, you'd probably be like, Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know, just it's kind of a bit grim. Yeah. The other thing about him from my social media is that he retweeted an endorsement from Isaiah Thomas, um, the short one who plays for the Lakers now, former yeah. of the Celtics. He said, Michael Porter Jr. is the best player in the draft. No question about it. Pass on, on him if you want to, which seems contradictory. It's like, mm. if he's the best player in the draft, don't pass on him. That's crazy. But um, also, I feel like Isaiah Thomas is more of a negative like endorsement. That? Did you copy and paste that? Yeah, actually? copy and pasted it. Because he said, pass on him if you want to, but two with... Two O's. Yeah, he spelled two wrong. Yeah, uh, I'm not. Re- I'm not. Of course, I'm, co- I'm not retyping out Isaiah Thomas tweets. Yeah, good point. Um, but that's a bad. Michael Porter Jr. Okay, I wasn't until last night. I wasn't even really looking into him, really at all. But here's what I put, wrote la- late last night: name five stars. Michael five stars. Porter Jr. Do you just think it sounds good though? Because it sounds the same as Michael Carter Jr. Oh. Nah, nah. For me, it was actually more like, I was like, shades of Michael Jordan, Michael Porter. 
Yeah, but that's I, I think that's just a good. It's got to start like Michael Porter. And can you not see guys with Porter on the back of their? Um, yeah. Okay. I guess I love Otto Porter Jr. This is great analysis. That's, that's crazy. There's two Porter Juniors. Um, this is great analysis, by the way. I honestly back our analysis. Name. Up with anyone. Name. In the world. Five stars. Look five stars. You once said, I think, that he doesn't so look handsome. like an NBA star. He no. looks like a model. He does. Absolutely. Or an actor. He looks real good. Yeah. He, he's got like Hollywood good looks. Interview, five stars. I think he gives good interviews where he's like so confident and charismatic. So here's what I wrote last night. I think he's a star. The only question mark is his injury. He has Steph Curry kind of Christian confidence. <laughs> and he's clearly like quite religious. Oh, they're all religious. Everyone but Don, Don Church, who probably could be because he's from... Yeah. No, no, but he has like that... Um, Slovenia. Is, he is has Don that, Church from Slovenia? He has that religious. next level like of like that look in your eyes where you're like it, curry kind of has it mm. where you're like I can I can you know how curry will write on his shoes he like it says I can do all things yeah like Porter has that like that confidence it pisses me off I noticed all of the top four um, except for Doncic and most all the social media accounts I looked at mm. would all quote a verse in the bible or say some stuff like that I can do all things it it makes sense for an athlete to believe that because they've been born with an incredible gift. And obviously their work ethic and their drive, a whole lot of things contribute to that. But for an average person, I really feel like that's often like weirdly false hope. Don't you think? It's like, wait till these people get out into the real world and then let's see how they go in like the world of like, you know, whatever they do next, insurance sales and see if they can really do all things or if it's okay. actually quite hard. I don't know. Bleak. Very bleak. Um, <laughs> Confidence. Uh, he has charisma for days. I think his his like pull up jumper is cash money. Mm. And the thing is, and I watched like quite a few videos, and sometimes in the videos he looks slow, but he's like, the thing is, he's crazy athletic. So like, I assume that he he has pace. But um, it's weird when you make him green. jump high but can't run fast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he I think he is fast. But I think just the way him. he plays, he plays like he's got very good footwork and he plays like quite in control and. Uh, his like fadeaway turnaround, fadeaway jump up is money. So I've got Porter Jr. Green. You're like he hasn't missed one shot in the highlight video that I watched. No, but I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be good. Hmm. He's, I, he's my first. I'm skeptical as what you're basing this on. Oh, so you're going to? Yeah, well, I've already hurt. told you what I'm basing it on. Doesn't he have? <laughs> doesn't he have a? Um, uh, no, but the weird thing about you is you do like quite novelty rating system. You're like basing it on face and name. But then your analysis will be like quite like legit, like not comedy at all. It'll be like this is what I this is this is legit now. That's what I'm saying. Um, you make him a green. He's like a he didn't even last this season. He's like a he's falling in the draft because he's an injury concern, right? Yeah, well that's why I'm, that's why I said he's the only the only thing is the the injury. But I've got him green, mate. We've got to speed this up a bit. Yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. Name amazing. You think? Yeah, five-star name. I've got five stars. Looks? Four stars. Why? Uh, solid look, but like not... He's not five-star look. His but dad, really good look. His dad is a coach. Speaking of meaningless, stupid and quotes. And ex-NBA player and NBA champion. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, uh, his dad's uh, Twitter... He's got like 800 followers on Twitter, and he um, his bio is, The journey is success. 
Don't know what that means. I just love these. I love these athletes' stupid quotes. You can do anything. Have you seen that? Um, uh, who are the guys who took over Chappelle's show? Um, Kian Peel sketch where um, he it starts yeah, like KG take over the Chappelle show. Oh, a little bit. Well, Chappelle says they stole his show. What happened to Chappelle left, and then three years later they filled the spot with the exact same show. Years, and I reckon they're quite different. No, they, no, they are good, and I, and I rate them as well. Oh, Kim Peel is so good. I rate them. Uh, they're no Chappelle, though. I think Kim Peel are pretty good. They're no Chappelle, though. I love Kim Peel, but not as much Chappelle. But I love Chappelle. But mm-hmm. I've never, I've never put them competing. No, but he he was just annoyed because they like literally they're black made, and do sketches. No, because they made the show the exact same format. Right. Like he kind of pioneered quite an interesting format. I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he made up the idea of coming out and talking in between the sketches. Right. And stand up, and that's exactly what they do as well. Um, uh, that Kim Peel sketch is dope, though. That one where they have the guy in the changing room, and he's like, You can do anything. And he's like, Oh, great, great. He's hyped up right now. He's like, You can do absolutely it. You can fly if you want to. Kids. And he's like, He's just being, he's just being, um, he's just being, uh, he's just being, he's not being literal, kids. You kids, get up on your roof right now. You can fly. That's what these like rookies remind me of. You can do it. God will, God will help you fly. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the journey is Darren success. Jackson interview five stars. Okay, here's what I wrote. This is my guy. Okay, <laughs> he might not 100 percent be like the franchise centerpiece, but I have no doubt he is going to be a great NBA player. He can shoot and very good at blocking shots. AKA the perfect modern center, in my humble opinion. Jaron Jackson Jr., I think, he's very green. Mm. I love the guy. If he fouls with the Magic at six, I would be very happy. Okay. But I don't think he will. The Magic are looking promising, eh? Like, who's the effect? Because so the, Magic, the Magic are at six. Yeah. Like, here's, here's the thing my favorite guys are all kind of projected to be around that mark, so I'm happy. Wouldn't you want Doncic, though, if you could get him? I, yeah, I'd be keen. But like like your favourite guys, like so but you, you, you want to stay away from Aiton and Bagley because you're not sure if they're gonna turn out great. Yeah, a little bit. I kinda hope. I honestly think this is guessing. It's a, it's as good as I mean, I know we're literally guessing, but like it's as good as project like it's like the media like projecting where LeBron James is going. Like only he knows and he doesn't even know yet. Um Let's move on. Yeah. He I did another thing that um Jaron Jackson tweeted was all things are possible to him who believes. Yeah. Doesn't even make he, sense. But. He seems he seems very s- smart and stuff in his interviews and charismatic. Well, real dumb in his Twitters. Yeah, and and great at blocking shots. And he, his shot's kind of weird looking, but I think it's good. I think he's the best shooting big man. Well, and all these big men, like most of them can shoot. Yeah, which it's is the future. Cool. It's the future. It, interesting to have a big man draft as well. Like, like the trend has yeah. gone so far away Also, Jaron Jackson... I mean, he doesn't remind me of Draymond at all in terms of personality. But, but yeah, he went to Michigan State as well. Yeah, what, what, no, 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 that's what I said. What were you going to say? Oh, I thought you said skill. I said skill. I thought you said skill. Okay, and were you going to say skill? skill? No, I was going to say school, but then all, I agreed with your thing skill. Of, of like, um, I can see him, like, I think he's good as being like a modern center in terms of he's very coordinated, I think. And fluid, and um, he can shoot, which Draymond kind of lost. But you know, for a while, Draymond was like, 
could kind of yeah. share. Well, speaking of um, versatile centres, number six, projected to go to Pauls, Orlando, Orlando Magic. Magic. Wait, it's that time right about that time for the stars to roll on out. Or to get a star. No, I'm just because we can fit in the sting here. Play the sting. With the sixth pick in the 2018 draft, the ringer has the Orlando Magic selecting Mohammed Bamba. I got girls calling a young fella's phone. Because I've been up for too long. And I've been keeping it too real. I know nothing about Mo Bamba. Like my homie Mo Bamba. Bamba. Uh, Mo Bamba. I know nothing about him. I literally have no Man, notes. I'm high on him. Name, I heard he was smart. Name five stars for a center, Mo Bamba. Yeah, five Good stars. Good name. Yeah. Look, four stars. Physical, okay, physically, he's a specimen. He has the already, he's not technically not in the NBA yet, but he already has the widest wingspan in the NBA. Wider oh, than, stop talking about wingspan. No, but though. wider than Rudy Gobert. That's pretty crazy. That is crazy. Um, it's like seven ten or something. I think, I think you, he's got a seven ten. In the nineties, I lived through the nineties. It was a crazy time. Yeah, and like Manute Ball. It was stuff. it was effed up. No, not Manute Ball, but like you know Shaq, Hakeem Olajuwon, David Robinson. Mm. It was a golden era, Patrick Ewing, and there was an expression that was very popular in basketball called "You can't teach height." And for so long, the rule was. If you got the number one pick, you pick a center. It's the most valuable position on the court. You know, players like Shaq prove that, right? And then since then, that's been a little bit debunked. Power forwards became more popular, versatile swing guards. And now Steph Curry, like even ultra short players can like be like MVP um, winners, right? And I think the new height, like, you know, people get led astray with your Darko Milicic and stuff like that. There's length. Length is the new one where they're just picking players on length. And it yeah. has worked out great so far, don't get me wrong. And it seems like teams like really successful teams like Boston and Houston are just putting like wingspans into a nerd computer yeah. no, and coming out with a winning formula. I, I feel like I feel like you're a little wrong. I think it's just one thing like it's just one thing to look at. Yeah. I, like, I don't think but I just it just annoys me that it's just become such a, a, all, a keyword. No, all I'm all I'm saying is I'm just rating his look his look. So all I'm saying is like, he's a physical specimen. What I'm saying is I've got length and I'm shit. Um, you don't have 7'10 length. I got pretty good at wingspan. I got like 6'8", yeah. 6'9". Six, six, 7'10". Oh yeah, but I'm not also auditioning uh, for the NBA. Yeah, I know. Um, but looks four stars. Well, I'm just, struggling just in Auckland B grade. Mobamba's like face... I don't know, he lo- lowered him a star. Anyway, interview... <laughs> Mate, if he hears this, he'll be devastated. In, no, it's just, I'm not saying it's like good looks or anything. I'm just saying it's like... That star look, you know. Mm, but um, interview, interview, five stars. Mo Bamba, clever guy, well spoken. I don't I know what people say. He's smart. Do you know why? No, just like he's just well spoken, and you know, you can just get a, get a vibe. I think. Man, Mo's a common name, eh? It's the new um, Georgia. Um, you know, it's like that. Every girl born in between the year nineteen ninety and like nineteen ninety three, his name is Georgia. 
Like your age. Uh, I kind of disagree. I like so the name 15 Georgia. people Georgia. For, in my year, it was always Sierra's. But yeah, there was quite a few Georgias. A lot of Georgias. And a very popular name. The new Georgia... Or Jessica. ...is, is, um, is Mo. Muhammad, so many like Muhammads. Yeah. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Not enough... Um, it's got, like, religious connotations. We, I mean, I don't know many, like, okay, Hispanic people, but we need more Jesuses. Um, or Jesus. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I'm very high on Mo Bamba. Physically unbelievable. He's smart. And I think he's a way better shooter than people think. Because here's the thing. He's massive. But, you know, there's lots of guys in the NBA who are massive. <laughs> but the thing is, are they... Do they move fluidly? Mm. And do they have coordination? Because there's someone who's watched Bismack Biombo a lot. It's like he's he's just lacking a little bit in terms of catching the ball Are you and saying putting it in the hoop. It may have been a regret paying eighteen million dollars to a defensive specialist who um who had a couple of good games who can't space the floor. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But I still he built a school, so let's not go into. Oh it. no, not he that. Built, again. He built a school. Not that again. He built a school <laughs> okay. in Africa. So are you ex- um, so Mo so Bamba is Bamba, un- unlikely for the Magic now, right? Well, yeah. In this, they've got him at six, but I honestly, I think he'll go He's higher, rising, probably. right? Um, uh, yeah, I think I think he's really good coordinated, and yeah, I'm very high on Bamba. If the Magic get him, I will be, again, very happy. Let's move on. Kevin Knox. Let's fly through these last No few. notes. I'm just, I don't give a shit. Kevin Knox, name, two stars. I mean, there's the KK alliteration, but also maybe it's that has good. racists. Connotations. I mean, he is black, but um, but two star name looks two star. No disrespect, but his face is got a bad face. Okay, I wasn't going to say it. Interview. That, no, that's literally what you were implying. Interview three stars. Um, cool fact about him is that he's from near. I think he's from kind of Tampa. Like he's he's from near Orlando, and he said in his interview that playing for the Magic would be like a hometown team for him. Because as a little kid, he went to a few Magic games. Um, but don't, no, 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 no. But the quote, I don't think you read those quotes because surely he got he did that interview with the Orlando Sentinel when you say yeah, those yeah, yeah. things. No, he said it at the draft workout. But um, that's why... So like when I do comedy... He's, look, he's red on my sheet. If you'd seen that, you'd know he's red. When I do comedy tours, hey, I just say I'm exci- excited. Ex- what's that one? It's a Photoshop photo of him in a... Raps' uniform. uniform. Um, here's what I wrote... I think this guy could underwhelm. I don't think he'll ever be a star, but he could be a very solid role player. And I don't think I looked into him that much, but because I ruled him out as being like one of the stars of the draft, mm. uh, basically. Okay, number eight, Wendell Carter Jr. Name, four stars. Look, three stars. Interview, three stars. Um, I put him as yellow because I'm really not sure. I think Wendell will probably never be like a superstar, but he could be a very handy big. He can shoot, which I like. I might even go as far as saying that I prefer him to his Duke teammate, Marvin Bagley III. But I literally just wrote this just before the episode and only briefly looked into him. Oh, is this thing still recording? Yeah. Oh, cool. This looks very stationary there. Fingers crossed. No, it's still going. Nice. Um, But... So you've got nothing on him, I assume? No, I never even heard of the guy. Wendell Carter Jr. Who is this guy? Come um, on, man. Do something that I was note. shocked. Make a name for yourself out there, young man. <laughs> Anything is possible! The thing that um, shocked me... Not for this guy, obviously. <laughs> the thing that shocked me was that I'd seen photos of his face, and I thought he was like a small, like a shooting guard. 
I didn't realize he was a big until five minutes before we recorded this. But, um, okay, number nine. This is a noteworthy one. Who is it, guy? Grayson Allen. No. <laughs> Come on, mate. Oh, um, Trey Young. Trey Young. They've put Trey Young going to what team? Who uh, knows? Who oh, so Wendell Carter Jr. they had going to the Cleveland Cavs. From about from about nine to about forty five, it's really interesting there because chances are two players in the, out of these thirty five will be, be like all time greats. <laughs> but who knows who they are? Well, that's why I tune in for next week because I'm going to tell you who. But number nine, Trey Young, thoughts guy. Um, sounds like very polarizing. He's got JJ Redick like all over him, right? Like college star who people are questioning whether they can make it to the NBA will likely become like a good bench three point shooter. Like eventually, do you think? Yeah, like- he'll just he just work hard and just be solid. Okay, I have put him green. Um, You're that confident in him? Name. I like the name. Five stars. Trey. He shoots threes. Young. Very solid sporting It sounds name. like a name that's already been... This Trey is Young. Already, it's, I, when I heard of Trey Young, I felt like there was already a player called Trey Young in yeah, the NBA. Yeah, because he was destined to be an NBA star. Look, I put five stars. Now, he looks weird, but he has like a distinctive He's very ugly. I'd say he's, I'm going to come out and say he's the ugliest player in the draft. I disagree. Interview, well, who do you think is the ugliest in the draft? Out of the top ten... I'd say DeAndre Ayton. Ooh. Oh no, I'd say Kevin Knox for sure. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Kevin. Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, sorry, oh. this is mean. Yeah, this well, is mean. Nah, but you gotta. You, sometimes you gotta make it's, your hot takes. Yeah, there's only ten players as well. Top people listen to the podcast. Yeah, you're the best of. You're the worst of ten. Like, yeah, you're the. You're not the worst in the world. And you're gonna make millions of dollars and like have an incredible life. Who's the ugliest player in the NBA? Oh, well. Costa Kufos? <laughs> Surely he's not still in the NBA. Also, you said that way too fast, <laughs> like you knew. Um, All right. Surely num- there's more real. Number ideas. 10 pick, um, Leangelo Ball. No, 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 Ball. I haven't finished on Trey Young. Oh. Interview four stars. Okay, I think he's a star. I think the situation, obviously all these guys, the situation they land in will like affect their career a lot. But I hope wherever he lands up, they just give him the permanent green light and give him the keys. And I think Trey Young can be a superstar. And people say Steph Curry or Jimmy Fredette. I'm saying he goes more Steph Curry route. And I would be happy if the Magic took him at six. I would I would be really happy. I, in fact, yeah. You're hoping for it. Well, there's a couple of guys I'd be really happy for, but he's one of them. I feel like him, Bamba, and Jaron Jackson, and maybe Porter Jr. are my favorites. Okay, continue. It's quite exciting. I, I wish the best for the Magic. Number 10, Leangelo Ball. No. Okay. Number 10, Mikael Bridges. Name, four stars. Mikael Bridges, I kind of like it. Mikael. Look, five stars. I've given five stars look. Interview, five stars. I just wrote this right before we started recording. You're giving out these five stars like candy, mate. I'm high on Mikael. I see shades of Kawhi Leonard, mainly maybe because he looks a little bit like him. Um, he, but in com- I think his interview was really good. He seems relaxed. I haven't watched a lot of tape, but in the interview, he seemed like very confident, relaxed, smart. And he played for Villanova. They went on one, which is like, I don't know, he's a winner. Mm. But um, and I think he's like kind of defensively good. I think he's. I think Mikael Bridges mm. 
is good, and I've almost got. I actually wrote him as my prediction for rookie of the year, but I don't know if that depends what team he ends up on. Yeah, right? it's, I think rookie of the year is really hard to say at this point because again, oh, we should no, almost Aiton on the Suns. I think we should almost predict that after the draft when that we know what teams everyone's playing for. Um, Paul was like, we should do who's going to win rookie of the year, and I'm like, I can't even imagine these guys playing basketball. I haven't watched one video of any of them. I've just looked at their social media accounts. And uh, I guess I saw Doncic live. So um, right now I'd say Aiton, the number one pick. Because when you go to Phoenix, mm. like someone's got to get 20 uh, rebounds. Here's interesting. Assuming That's, not true. That's this, not true. I regret saying that out loud. Assuming that this year, uh, I think we can assume that Markel Fultz is not going to win Rookie of the Year. Mm. Uh, so if that's true, then in the last 10 years, five Rookie of the Years have been the number one pick. Often it's quite hard to pick rookie of the year, so I feel like they just they just give the number one. Just they want to keep the brand going on the number one pick, so they build them up a bit, but give them give them rookie of the year. Mm. Um, I, I, yeah, that's quite a weird thing to say. I can't believe you agreed with that. Maybe just zoning out. We're almost there. Yeah, I number eleven. I wasn't listening. Leangelo Ball. He, um, he, okay, I just found this out today. I didn't know this, but on March twenty seventh, the day he declared for the draft, he scored seventy two points. In whatever weird European country, Lithuania, against a Chinese youth team. 72 points. Now, if I was going to make up like a fake stat to drop to hype my draft stock, you want to make up a high number. I'd say like 35. Anything over 45 is like a comedy number. Yeah. And the problem with 72 (laughs) is that people are going to look into it. And the problem with 2018... (laughs) Is that cameras exist? <laughs> the whole thing's available on Vimeo, and it's so I cannot recommend looking at the footage enough. Mm. It's so funny. They're literally playing against children. His brother, mm. who is a child himself, sixteen <laughs> years old, he had thirty-two. And literally, what this dude is doing—it's embarrassing—is he's like half-court pressing, going for easy steals, making them take threes and like risky passes getting the steals, running the lanes. He had like eight dunks, which I guess if you're scoring Sick. 72 points is like expected. Eight dunks? Or on the right-hand side, all two-handers, like the most basic dunks. Take him in the NBA, In I the reckon. fast break. Um, That's a lot of dunks. Here's what I couldn't figure out, though. It's in front of no people. What happened is their team was so bad, they pulled out of like the Lithuania B League or whatever the hell they were playing in. They play in like a high school New Zealand-style gym, pretty much. Um... They pulled themselves out of the Lithuania B-League and started entering themselves in what was known as the Big Baller Brand Invitational <laughs> Tournaments, where um, the LeVar Ball would invite children along for his sons to play against so he could score huge totals to up his draft stake. And all I could think while watching the video was, why didn't they put Leangelo Ball do this in America? Like, why not do this in, like, you know, Los Angeles, where... No shit. I mean, it wouldn't happen all the time, but I bet you they could get 10,000 people in New York. You could, if they, talk, they could tour around America and Canada and get thousands of people and charge admission and make thousands of dollars. Why are they doing this in Lithuania? And that's when I realized, because of a smokescreen. Like, clearly what they've decided is that the, the, the only way they're going to get this guy drafted is not by having him sit on the bench and score four points a game for UCLA. So take him to Europe, where... A lot of European players get like misjudged because you can't tell about the standard they're playing against. Mm. And um, 
take him to Europe where no one will know what's going on, even though HD cameras even exist in Lithuania now, and um, just try and like create this weird smokescreen where he looks like a phenomenon. The, it hasn't quite worked, but it was a it was a good try. Europe seems exotic, um, and they couldn't quite pull it off. But um, but I gotta say, it's kind of an evil genius plan. Someone's got to take him, I reckon. Shout out! No, no one's gonna pick him. No, there's no way he gets picked. Leangelo Ball, at least though, sign him for effort. summer league, though, eh? Oh, sign him for a good old laugh in summer league, absolutely. But um, I'd feel sorry for him if he got picked because he clearly wouldn't be up to standard of like NBA players, and it would he'd get embarrassed. I think, even though in his defence, it's not. I couldn't score seventy two points in a game. Like you've got to be a cash money shooter as well, and he did put in a lot of threes as well. Like, it does take it, it, against anyone. It takes a level yeah. of skill. I tell you what, I loved you ranting about that. If you want to see, if you enjoyed that as a listener. Um, check out Gilbert Arenas talking about it <laughs> on his YouTube TV show because that's quite funny as well. I don't think Guy's seen that. But um, yeah, he's he's definitely similar vibe to Guy on the 72 points. Uh, it's pretty amazing. He, he it's is, worth watching. He is also what we know, uh, what we commonly call a hater like Guy. I believe in Leangelo. I say Good luck take him. him in the lottery and <laughs> go all in. Well, what if the magic take him? No, okay. Not that. <laughs> but, All right. Um, if you're the Sacramento Kings and you're the second pick, he's worth a flyer. Thanks for listening to our um, draft preview. Next week will be some more weird picks from Paul at the end, but will be our awards special oh, before the man. NBA awards show. That's such a crock of crap. And I know my takes are going to be hot, but I Paul hates all the players who are good. So his takes, I don't know even know who he's going to say for MVP, but I know it's going to be batshit insane so um, tune into that and uh, thank you so much for listening if you do like the podcast want to ask a question or leave a review do it on iTunes or give us a 5 star review 4 star review don't even bother wasting our time if you've listened this far you must have enjoyed it thank you so much for listening I've been Guy Williams I've been I've been Paul peace Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.